Nick and Corey in the morning. Good morning. Welcome to episode uh, 37. <sighs> bad. No, that's okay. I had to pull up the thumbnail that I already made in Photoshop. Uh, welcome to episode 37 of the Nick and Corey in the morning podcast. There, there you go. Back to the pod. Uh, here uh, with me, as always, is Corey. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Nick, and we're here to talk about Nope. Uh, real quick, sorry that it's several days late. Um, it is what it is. My bad. You know? No, that's, I mean, that's my, it's my bad. bad. No, it's both our bad. I had kind of dicked around seeing the movie. It getting pushed off, plans getting canceled and whatnot, and I just hadn't seen the movie in time. Saw it yesterday. A horror movie that I went to see by myself before you saw it. Yeah. Who would have thought? thought? Not me. Mid Midway through Studio 666. Corey, I don't think I can do any more horror movies. <laughs> and look at us now. Look at us now. <laughs> Two out of the three people in that theater. Yeah. I think about that more than I should. It was a... Like they rented there, they used like one of the bigger theaters too. It wasn't yeah. like one of those, like you can fit a max of like 15 people in here. It was like, no, this is like a 30 person theater, 60 person theater kind of thing where it's just like, oh, we can go way back. Hell yeah. There were, there were so many empty seats and we sat directly behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have so many things I can talk about, like a little, a little, a little thing to talk about before the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to do four of these in the next few days. So I'm going to try and save one, you know, one story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, I fucked up. And I don't know how many times I've started a podcast with that, but I think I fucked up. How? I signed up for a 5K. No, I you did, didn't. I did. And oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, when yeah. is it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't fucked know. around and signed up for a 5K. I, I was asked to sign up for it. And I said, sure. And just Venmoed them money. Because like we're like they were signing up as a group. Uh-huh. I don't know when it is. I think sometime in September. How? Uh, how? I said, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I watched this, uh, I don't mean to detract from your story, but I uh, watched this uh, TikTok the other day and he, the guy was talking about how it's funny that like what some people call like one mistake, like one little mistake. So it's like, you know, my, my girlfriend cheated on me and she said like, oh, you're going to get mad at me because I made one little mistake. It's like, no, wow. you made a series of mistakes. You made like 50 mistakes in that one mistake. Like where I, you made like, a catastrophic error i made like i i put on the wrong sock this morning like i miss mismatched right now that's my one mistake we're not comparing these two it's like i, dri- I dripped a little <laughs> bit of pee onto the toilet seat when i was done when i was shaking off that's the mm-hmm. one little mistake one little mistake um and it's just funny because um you signed up for a 5k that's that's one of your mis- like that's a mistake that you have made my mistake is like oh i fucking forgot to feed the dogs at five o'clock like that's my mistake (laughs) 
But dude, I haven't ran in I don't know. No. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I'll get in shape and I'll be fine. Yeah. But like I thought earlier today, like, oh, I should go for a run and you know, try and get in pretty decent shape, see if I can run in pretty decent time when I when I do this. I think it's in September, but I don't know when exactly. I just don't want to. Yeah. I just like I don't want. I don't want it's such a I've never been a fan of uh running really. I that was never like my thing. Um and uh I always was very um like whenever someone showed interest in running or that being like a hobby or like them just wanting to do it just to stay in shape or whatnot, I was always like, good for you, you know, good for you. Can't be me, but good for you. Dude, I was signed up for a half marathon at Disney World during mm-hmm. It was going to be in November of 2020. And um, yeah, November 2020, I started training in, I don't remember, like well in advance because I wanted to run like a really good time. Like I'm going to try and like see if I can place in my age group. Who knows? And then mm. COVID hit and right. it everything. got canceled. And I was like, all right, I'm done running. And I just, I haven't <laughs> run since yeah yeah it's been a long time yeah so i don't know man i've been like not as active as i used to be either just because working and then you know just being a lazy degenerate (laughs) and will be the show happened (laughs) yeah 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 honestly um so i'm we'll see i'll I'll keep you updated yeah dude Uh, jeez but I'm I'm part of a team. Oh gosh, I gotta I gotta check the name. So it's like a collect. I don't really know how these kind of things work. Does does everyone like contribute points towards their like team, or is it like how does that work? I think so, but I've never if I'm if it's based if it's how they do scoring for cross country, it's just like they get points based on how well you finish, and you know the team with the most points they win, or I guess the least amount of points actually. Because it's mm. like golf. Um, Grover mm-hmm. asked me to do it. I don't even know who else is on the team, but we're the floating fish. And it's um, it's the uh, flying fish brewery in our local town. Okay. It's who's running it. We're the floating fish. Okay. Um, I guess I guess that's better than the belly up fish. I'm so in over my head. Last time mm. me and Grover signed up to do something together, the last two times actually we've signed up for something together was a disc golf tournament that happened um, a few weeks ago, a month ago now, I guess. I didn't even like I dropped out two days before because I just didn't go home. Right. Like I, I signed. He's like, hey, can you sign me up for this when you sign yourself up? And I said, sure. And then I didn't even do it. <laughs> I didn't even go. Um <laughs> And before that, the last thing we signed up for together, we were going to do a doubles disc golf tournament for Thanksgiving in November of 2020 as well. Thanksgiving yeah. morning, I had COVID for Thanksgiving right. 2020. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll like develop diabetes and won't be able to run anymore. I don't think that <laughs> correlates, but... Maybe I'll break my leg. Nah, develop diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. Crippling, crippling insulin dependency. Yeah, I just, I just can't go 22 minutes without an insulin shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Gotcha. 
So, nope. I do have a funny story. I don't know if oh, we want to get. I, yeah. I know. Uh, shocker. And it's not like it involves a movie, too. And uh, so me and my brother went and saw Nope yesterday. And, uh, you know, when I go to the movie theaters, I kind of expect a certain level of, you know, let's mind our own fucking business here. And like, we are all people trying to watch this movie. Don't be a dick the whole time. Dude, this guy in front of me was so fucking annoying. Like, it must have been like him and his three buddies. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know what their age group was, but they were young. And um, his chair would like squeak. It would like make like kind of like a farting noise because it was like a leather chair reclining. It would rub against the wall. It would make like a farting noise when he would lean back. He would lean his chair up and down like randomly in the movie so it's just like a really tense scene of like daniel coulier running away from like the the alien in the movie and you just hear like and i'm just like bro get out of here what are you doing get out look at you <laughs> you're not one of us <laughs> ah. uh, um but dude he would talk to his buddy like he would like lean over and like try and be cool about it but it's just like i can hear everything you're saying like you're not subtle like holy shit can you shut up and he said nope he said i'm gonna ruin your movie theater experience <laughs> go fuck yourself and it's so annoying because like it didn't obviously i still enjoyed the movie a lot it just it's annoying when all it takes is one person to get underneath your skin. I wanted to just like the, like our chairs could recline so far back that like, if I like lean forward a little bit, my foot could probably touch his like headrest. I just wanted to be like a kid on a flight that was taking too long and just kick the shit out of his headrest. So he would just stop doing it. It would have been warranted. You would have been the hero. There, at one point uh, he took a picture of the screen and his, he turned his flash on. So it lit up the whole screen for a second during like a dark scene. And I was like, I was getting so mad. Dude, you mentioning a little kid being just like a little kid and being mm -hmm. annoying and in the way without realizing. I This is going to be a quick story. I also can't believe I didn't talk about my weekend for this mm -hmm. episode, but I guess that'll be for when we do Gray, Gray Man tomorrow. Okay. Um, just you know key and whatnot uh i had gone bowling with people i work with and mm -hmm. some of their spouses and there were the lane next to us it was a uh, a husband and a wife their two young boys and then like a fucking newborn who just right. they were passing the newborn back and forth when they were alternating turns they had yeah. a stroller that they could have just put the kid in the stroller but it's like i'll hold him or her, I don't know. Then the wife will hold the, the baby. That didn't make mm -hmm. sense. Anyway, the one little kid, he was probably like four, was just standing in my way. Like it was my turn to go, but he was standing in between like the two stools. It was very tight. There wasn't a whole lot of room to walk up to like the lane where he got a bowl. And mm -hmm. I was like, excuse me. Hey, watch out, man. Sorry, can I can I get past you? And he didn't hear me once. So I just turned and gave my TDN face, like, are you fucking kidding me, to my party. 
just like mm-hmm. annoyed and bothered. Some of them were surprised to see that face from me. Cause I normally just walk in, sit in my corner, do my work. Don't say a fucking word, word. and then leave. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, this guy like has emotions. He, he gets annoyed. He gets upset. He mad. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to punt this kid. And one of their husbands looks me dead in the eye and just goes, just take him out. Just <laughs> you, you see that 10 ball, 10 pound ball in your hand right now. Bonk. I said, someone's about to catch an elbow if they don't move. He said, take him out. No one will care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's really funny. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe I will never have to grow up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Nope. Nope. Newest movie from Jordan Peele. Written, directed, and uh, there was a third thing produced. Yeah. And executive produced uh i'm pretty sure that's the same thing yeah i I know like so i so the only difference actually between executive producing something and producing something is you have creative say when you're an executive producer so i think it would be counter like right no shit he had creative like duh because he's wrote it and directed it no you know i got you yeah (laughs) no right yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. You can you can debrief. Yeah, it's the newest movie by Jordan Peele, and it I kind of don't want to give a lot of way because if you haven't seen this movie, gotta see it. Gotta, I so um, in my letterbox review, I didn't even say anything about the movie. I just gave it my score, and then I said, just watch it. Like, just watch it. Don't even read anything anybody has to say. Just watch it. Formulate your own opinion about it. I think. And uh, unless you're Logan Paul, unless you're Logan Paul and then your opinions invalid. I yeah. hate everything he said. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say that it is about aliens. That is true. Um, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer are siblings in this movie and they are awesome. <laughs> um, they are they have this really cool, familiar bond throughout the movie. They're like. It's awesome. This, I just this is everything. a look I've not seen in Corey's eyes many I don't know. times. I just like it a lot. I um, there's a lot of things that I was gushing about afterwards that I um will probably gush about here, but um, it's a horror movie. And if you didn't get that from the trailers and who directed it, it's a definitely a horror movie, heavily inspired by Spielbergian uh movies like Jaws. Um. It perfectly captured that ET. Seven, yeah, it, it perfectly captured that 70s, 80s um alien cheesiness without it being too cheesy. You know, it's 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 like close encounters of the third kind meets Jaws. I it's I think it's incredible. I'm gonna do it. Spoiler alert. If if you like don't listen to this without seeing the movie. It's mm-hmm. very hard to talk about this movie without talking about spoilers in it. Um, mm-hmm. Just go see it. That's all I have to say in terms of non-spoilers. Just go fucking see the movie. As someone mm-hmm. that doesn't like horror movies, go see this movie. Mm-hmm. And then come back and listen to the rest of this. Right. Um, spoiler oh. alert. God, was that loud? It felt loud. It was... I don't know. Honestly. Okay. All right. Not my problem. 
right uh, this movie fucking rocks it's great i i uh was this is one of my most exciting like most anticipated releases of the year and i was not disappointed at all i was in fact i didn't even know he could do this but all my expectations were completely blown out of the water i was i was so entertained the whole time i almost asked you for a scale of one one to ten question but i Mm -hmm. guess that's what we do at the end of all of our episodes so i'm not gonna do that now uh something i really liked about this movie Mm -hmm. yeah it's a horror movie but it's sci-fi af like you had talked about the spielberg um Mm -hmm. you know uh uh influences yes thank you that's the word Mm-hmm. And it's definitely there. It it there's I didn't think about Jaws until afterwards. I was talking with my dad uh later that day and he had brought that up to me. Um but it's so unique in that uh I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna spoil something big right now. Right away. Yeah. If if you if you are still listening past this then it's your fault. Not only one but two yeah we both did it now three because you did it again Mm -hmm. three um alien movies are typical you know you got the spaceship then you got the aliens inside the spaceship they come down or they bring you up they probe you they fuck you they kill you Mm -hmm. they torture you all the all the things you don't want people or things to do to you but no the ship is the alien Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. The realization on uh, OJ, which first off, fantastic name. Oh, dude, uh, I just couldn't stop thinking about uh, the juice. Or yeah. yeah, I mean, Jesus. Uh, but uh, the look on his face when he realizes what the ship is, it's not a UFO. And like, it's really interesting because i think only the mind of peel could have thought of something like this because it's like you know uh it, it reminds me of like star wars where it's just like that's no moon and then it's like the fucking death star and it's just like oh you completely subverted my expectation of like what that was here it's like everyone has come to know that like oh flying saucer spaceship it's made of metal you know it's it's this but here it's a living thing and it's it's humongous and it's so scary i'm trying to think of biggest reveals in the theater for me Mm -hmm. that that knocked my socks off the way this did and maybe i'm saying this because i watched this movie yesterday Mm -hmm. but it's up there with like snape kills dumbledore oh yeah oh yeah i another one um like twist endings like this are also kind of like a thing and you know, for as much shit as I give M. Night Shyamalan, he kind of revolutionized this idea of like horror movies having like a third act reveal and completely changing what the story is about now. Because before, like in the beginning, it was just kind of like, oh, we got to get the shot, like the, the picture of the spaceship. But now then it becomes like a survival thing where it's just like, oh, no, this is an organism that is like hungry. Yeah. Wants to eat people. And it like we pissed it off. Yeah. Dude, the kind of going with that, the scene when every all the humans are staring at the ship and then you can't see it, but then you see them just like being 
blown up in the sky and you see like their shadows spinning around Steven Yoon's character. It's like, holy shit, this is so intense. And we're not even looking at the thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I guess this is a, a chance we can talk about nothing that has to do with the plot, but mm-hmm. the cinematography. Look at mm-hmm. that, number one. Bet you never thought I'd say that word correctly. Tell us so how proud. far along we've come. It's taken 37 episodes. So it's, proud. Instead of me trying to say cinnamon and then just pausing. Cinematography. Cin- cinem- <laughs> cin- cinematography. Thank you. I, I saw this. I saw a breakdown of last year's Oscars and they had a whole thing about, because there's a category for cinematography, like uh, who won the Oscar for that. And it's just like cinematography. <laughs> Dude, not that I'd ever be giving out an Oscar, but if I was, I would get stuck with that category and not be able to say my award. <laughs> and I, and I, I wouldn't be able to pronounce the person that wins it either. It's always funny when uh, those Oscars are announced, like, because they do the name of the person. Um, and that's not necessarily something that gets a lot of um, publicity going into the Oscars. So you're always just like, you know, John Smith. And it's just like, okay, who is John Smith? And he's like, the cinematographer for Nope. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yay. But you don't know the name. You have to wait right. until they say, like, what movie it is. And I think that's always really funny. Yeah, here's a chance for us to talk about the cinema, cinnamon autography, mm-hmm. cinnamon's pornography. Um, it was shot in a lot of long takes, long cuts. Mm-hmm. I bring that up in any movie that does that because I think that's just my favorite thing. And I, I saw this thing too about um, continuous shots like that. It has become this thing that a lot of directors will do that now as kind of like a crutch where they're trying to like fake being like a good director by just having a bunch of long takes, but for no reason. Like um, as much as I like this movie, I okay. (laughs) as much as I like this movie when it came out, 1917 was a like. uh, Oh, I know. It's the whole premise is that it's one shot. Like that's all the marketing for it. It's just like it's one shot. It isn't one shot. It's not. They they use see they use camera tricks to cut in between certain shots, and you can tell if you're like looking at the scene. They use CGI to make like characters kind of hold frame for a second if there's like a gap in the frame because they took a cut. It's like, why are you doing one shot when you can't do one shot? Just like just break it up. But um, I will say, amazing. I mean. The stylistic decisions are really cool here. Um, they do a good job at putting the camera where you're looking through somebody's perspective, like a lot of first-person point of view. Loved it. Specifically Loved it. in... The kid. Yeah, when he's sitting under the table watching Gordy just kill everyone. Yeah, and then uh, I think the most tense scene in the movie is not even with the alien. It's the scene when Gordy is walking towards uh steven yoon's character as a kid and he just like gets closer and closer and like when it makes eye contact with him like looking at the camera you're just like "Uh oh and then it starts walking closer and then it like gets right up next to him the sheet covering its eyes and you can hear it's like heavy breathing it's like oh my god this is freaky so i told you that there was one part of this movie that scared me and it was Mm -hmm. a jump scare okay yeah 
it was that whole scene I was very calm with because they showed a single frame earlier in the movie of Mm -hmm. um, him as a kid with the blood on his face. So I knew like, okay, like he's like, he's safe. Like it didn't look Mm -hmm. like he got beat up. It looked like it was just smeared on his face. Like I, I expected like Gordy to just like touch him and then like walk away. Be cool. Um, But when they're like about to fist bump, and then they blow his brains out, dude. I literally flew out of my chair. That scared the piss out of me. Oh yeah. And it, like it's it, like it's nothing. It's like a it's like a jump scare that you would see in any movie. But I was like the people three seats away from me, like looked over at me and left. Dude, I uh, there was a few times where I was like on edge uh, in this, um, which is, you know. I think the majority of it is very like it's definitely horror influenced. You're just like, oh my god, character, get out of there moment. But like it doesn't make you feel super scared. There are moments where I was just like, holy shit, this is like really good suspense. Like I'm kind of nervous. Like anytime the alien was it shot through the clouds for a second, you could see it, and then it was behind the clouds again. I was just like, okay, where the fuck did it go? Um, you, you're, you're constantly like looking in the clouds, like seeing if you can see it and you're just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah, man. It's awesome. And that's where the Jaws comparison really comes in too. Mm-hmm. Cause you never really know where the shark is, but you know, it's there somewhere. Yeah. Um, you want to know something funny about Jaws? Yes. So Steven Spielberg actually wanted Jaws to be like in the movie longer. Um, but a problem with animatronics and water is they don't really go well together. So it would break down a lot of times similar to his problem with Jurassic Park, where it's like, he wanted the T-Rex like fully animatronic, but in the rain scene break down, yada, yada, yada. So a lot of the footage that he wanted there, he couldn't capture. Um, But it makes this, the whole idea of like, you don't, you not knowing where the shark is so much more scary because you're just, it's the threat of like what your mind can do to you. You know, it's there hidden threat, but like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I remember you bringing this up to me before. And I think that's really cool that like the kind of the best part about the movie or the Mm -hmm. the part that makes that movie, the movie, the most, is kind of an accident. So unintentional. And it's, it's, I'm glad that he'll like understands like that is, the horror aspect of this movie like the whole suspense of like not truly knowing where it is at any time yeah and like earlier on you kind of think all right he's that's kind of only ever active at night so mm-hmm. you're good you during know, there's the day. Enough, yeah there's you're good during the day and then he starts interacting during the day and it's like oh fuck yeah like the, yeah. i i can never relax the rest of this movie now another scene that um reminded me a lot of you know was very inspired by another famous horror movie was when the uh alien is like releasing all the metal that he that it collected when it ate all the people onto the house and the house is just being covered in blood um there's a scene it's a beautifully shot scene of like the staircase and you see like blood like a river flowing down off the house and off the stairs it reminded me of The Shining with like the elevator door opening up and blood just shooting out, covering all over the place. Not that this is a complaint necessarily, 
but I wish mm. they did not show us that in the trailer. The uh, the shot of the um, alien <laughs> above the house. No, the well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Just the blood like coming down the house, because there is a shot in this in the trailer that shows the camera angle from inside the house and like the blood coming down the window. Okay. Um, just because like I was like that whole thing happened. I was like, oh, this is when it rains blood. Whereas I think if I was just like sitting there and then got hit with that, like I probably would have just like peed. Dude, I so the only trailer that I saw for Nope was the uh, the one where we get nothing, pretty much. Oh, like okay. the like uh, Kiki Palmer's character gets flown in the air. You see Steven Yoon's character like look up and then just Nope, and then the date, and that's all I could remember. I but I didn't I didn't re- remember seeing the scene of the blood. So like that was all new to me, and I was like, oh. Whoa! <laughs> this was a trailer that I just saw close to a thousand times. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of it did did um, stick into my brain. Do you want to hop mm-hmm. over to the other Zoom real quick? Sure. We're back. Uh, what were we? What were we? What can we talk about? You just mentioned Kiki Palmer to me before we got started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me t- tell you all about Anchor. I didn't do that right. I'm sorry. That was bad. You're no, still I love, laughing. I so. love that. I love that. You know who else uses Anchor? Kiki Palmer. <laughs> uh, I don't. Um, I don't. I. There's a good joke in there somewhere, but my brain's not working quick enough. Dude, she's awesome in this movie. So high energy. Um. I loved that her and. Uh, I OJ. said his name. Yeah, OJ. I love how those two characters were foils for one another. Like, OJ was this very quiet, reserved, like, didn't like being in the spotlight at all at any point type of character. But then Kiki was this other, like, the complete opposite, where it's just like, like, I want to be the show, center of attention, like, very charismatic, very, like, chummy with anybody, wanted to ask them any questions while, like, OJ was like, let's stick to business and work and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's nice because you, you get you get everything with mm-hmm. just two characters being polar opposites of each other. Uh, Excuse me. Sorry. Apologies. Um, I, I think I, so obviously Kiki Palmer stole the show with her high energy, good morale. Mm-hmm positivity whatever i think i preferred oj just because i i don't know every time he every time he spoke i kind of just laughed a little bit he is uh you know the straight man he is like the guy that you relate to because he's saying everything that you're thinking like nope see that's another thing that uh jordan peele has come out after this and like someone had asked him like nope you know such an odd name for a movie like why'd you name it that he's like well you see um i named the movie after what any black person should say in that situation which is nope and then oj is the first person to do it he like looks up the sky goes nope shakes his head i've heard many a black man say nope in the same way that Mm -hmm. oj did in that movie which yeah, like I this this title is like okay, nope, like 
like I know this from somewhere and it, it unlocked in my brain when he says it when he's he cracks open the car door and looks up and then he shuts yeah. and just says nope it's the exact yep. in in the iconic video we should review it one day we should have Reese on the podcast yes. and review yes. Randy and Reese yes uh, I I told him that I do this finally recently okay um just after I saw Thor, actually, I was talking to him on the phone about it, and I, you know, was giving him my numbers. Like, why you got all these numbers, huh? And I was like, I got them on a spreadsheet. He's like, why you got them on a spreadsheet? I was like, well, I got a podcast. It's my business. Yeah, it's like I'm in the green, mm-hmm. not. But <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So I, I might, maybe we can do Randy and Reese one day with. That'd be him. funny. That'd be funny. Yeah, but Darren cracks open the door sees some shit and just says nope and closes it mm-hmm. and i like i so every, everybody in my theater laughed when that happened mm-hmm. i was not laughing for the same reasons that they were laughing but i right. was we were all laughing yeah and uh speaking of laughter i fucking love jordan peele and the way that he is able to mix two completely polarizing like emotions into one movie it's like, oh, this is a horror movie, but it's also got like sprinklings of comedy in it, but not too much to the point where it's like, why is this here? But also not too little to where it's just like, man, this is just so dreary and fucking sad. But every joke was very funny. Dude, it's like. He should like have his own like show yes. on Comedy Central or something. Oh my God. I like, <laughs> th- we talked about, uh, we texted about the CW joke that it hit. That I thought was that was incredible. funny. Um, the, the SNL thing where, uh, they were talking about, uh, Steve Catan with <laughs> him playing the monkey <laughs> in their sketch, which is like exactly what he would do if that episode ever existed. Um, I don't know. There, I, I liked the back and forth that, uh, OJ and Emerald would have in the movie where they'd be like, I don't know. Like, oh, am I going to give you a ride? She's like, no, I can find a ride. Or uh, like, I love when they did their handshake thing. Like, let's get it. It was, it. it was so authentic. Yeah. Um, something I, I want to talk about, actually, you know what? Let's, you just want to do Gordy. Yeah, let's, ha- let's tackle Gordy. Because I know um, that was one of the more confusing aspects of the movie. And I, something that I had to think about a lot. Yeah, so I didn't get it until I watched a couple of videos afterwards. Um, I didn't get the point of it. Mm-hmm. But from what I gathered, and it makes sense, like it's good enough reasoning for me, is um, he, he, he made eye contact, like he makes eye contact with Gordy. Mm-hmm. And like, Gordy don't fuck with him. They're cool. You know, like he doesn't try and, he doesn't try and like, control Gordy or anything like yell at him it's just like that eye contact was like enough to speak to him mm-hmm. so he felt like he had that level of comfort with other creatures beings and whatnot and that's why yeah. um he would do what he would with the aliens alien mm-hmm. the creature which yeah. I guess that makes sense um because he in the movie the character stares put, at it. Yeah, like he, yeah. he kind of just fucks with the alien. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he talks about how for the last six months or something like that, at he's the same time every day. Yeah, he's yeah. been feeding it. Um, 
which I guess like you know up until that point where he gets they all get killed eaten by it maybe he was still on that like good term with it mm-hmm. with that you know like he, I guess he just felt like he had that connection with all all living things but I don't get I the also, shoe so um you know th- this is still something I feel like this is a movie that can be studied and I would love to dissect every scene of it and just like eat it up just eat it up and that's that's ah that this is one sequence that I really liked a lot but I couldn't place like my finger on like what exactly they were going for in certain things um you know the the shoe it being like having that one drop of blood on the shoe it's just like uh, maybe that was supposed to juxtapose juxtapose like the the fact that it's juxtapose it was a sitcom that you know it's supposed to be family friendly very upbeat very happy but then you have like this one drop of blood and then you like kind of zoom out and you see like all this destruction <laughs> on the set and you're just like holy fuck what happened here but uh when uh steven yoon's character is showing um emerald and oj his like little secret vault where he has all the memorabilia from the show the shoe is in a container where it's upright and maybe it's supposed to you know call back to like the earlier shot it's just like oh fuck that's the, the same shoe that was like upright but also the fact that it's kind of like eerie <laughs> that it's like that you know the fact that the shoe for whatever reason standing upright it's unnatural kind of like how aliens are this supernatural thing that we don't know anything about like it makes you wonder it's 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 wrong it feels wrong that it's able to do that something i had heard in regards to the shoe but it was kind of just a theory was it was mm-hmm. supposed to represent the the phrase uh, waiting for the second shoe to drop? Mm-hmm. I love Which, that. I, that's really cool. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Uh, I just it. I that was something I could not fully understand. I, it could have also just been a creative decision where Peel yeah. was just like, you know, how else would the characters have seen the shoe on the ground? You know, if the shoe was face down, you wouldn't have been able to see, like, the blood spot from the kids pers- like vision he would have to stand up and like look down and saw it on the ground but this way you can see it from being in a sitting position right um i think this movie has a lot to say about uh you know the way that people deal with uh nationwide trauma where it's like you know this is an event that should not be uh talked about favorably that you know Stephen Yoon's character when he opens up the vault he's like oh yeah this like European couple stayed at the day and paid me like 40 grand it's like why it was a tragedy like the fact that you have any memorabilia at all is kind of like fucking creepy like why do you want to remember this shit yeah that's where I think he even said like I didn't ask questions when you know because of how much money it was that is bizarre um one thing i wanted to add with with uh the whole gordy's gordy thing the gordy incident i guess it's more yeah. so past it but rather when he has the girl come to the show where they all get eaten together mm-hmm. in the trailer they show her and like the fucked up face and whatnot uh-huh. i thought she was nailing this whole like i yep. like, i saw the trailer i thought she was nailing the whole time me too she just got beat up by a monkey I thought it was, you know, I, I think Peel does a great job of like throwing people off. And uh, 
you know, we see that scene of like the kids dressed up as Martians and you're just like, holy shit, that's the alien. But then you realize that it's like, no, it's just kids wearing masks. Yeah. And then you see, you know, that I forget what her, the character's name is, but she's sitting in her wheelchair. The veil blows in the wind. You see like her teeth, her like, her, she's just mangled. And you think like, oh my God, that's like the alien. Or like, that's someone who is like a victim to an alien. But no, it's someone who's a victim to a monkey. Yeah. Which another thing too, maybe this is the case. I don't know. My whole interpretation until I started looking stuff up with Gordy was mm-hmm. uh, like the 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 uh, the aliens were like, or the alien was mm-hmm. in the area when that happened, and it was just fucking with Gordy's head. Because like whenever the alien was around the horses, they would just start running away. Like they'd freak out, they'd panic. So my whole thought process was, oh, Gordy must have been freaked out because there was an alien in the area. See, but but the power never goes. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, and um, so something that I thought about too afterwards is something that I heard a long a while ago or like learned about in school, and I don't know if this is what Peel was like. This is me completely like thinking about it. Um, so mammals. They develop a trait depending on if they're predator or prey. Predators have their eyes on the front of their face. They have 180-degree vision, so they can see, like, the prey in front of them. But prey have eyes on the side of their heads. So horses, prey, have eyes on the side of their heads. They can see 360 vision. They can look around. I think the horses could see the alien. They could see it. And so they get spooked and then they would run away because they have that wider field of vision. Um, and maybe the reason why for so long the uh, UFO didn't want to fuck with humans is because it could realize that we are also predators. We are like this apex creature. Why? W- it was only feeding on horses. Why? It, it needs like a lot of meat. It could have gone with cows. You know, there's always something else that it could have gone after, but it went after this thing that could run away. I don't know. It, it, it left me wondering a lot. Yeah, it's, I, I wonder how much that whole predator prey thing went, like, was thought about. Yeah. It's like, Peel's a smart guy. So, uh, one of my favorite clips is uh, Peel's doing a variety fair breakdown of Get Out. There's a scene at the end of the movie where a racist character is eating um, Fruit Loops in one glass and has a glass of milk next to it. And she's eating them separately. So, it's like this multicolored food eating it and then she would take a sip of milk every once in a while and people read into that as like oh she's racist that's a, that's that's uh peel doing a subtle way of telling us that she's racist because she doesn't want to mix the white with the coloreds you know like that that's like a that was a thing and then peel's like i love that people thought that not my intention i had <laughs> i had not even thought of it like that he went I just wanted to show the character was a fucking freak. And what else is freakier than someone eating their cereal separate from their milk? That was yeah. my whole point. Yeah. Well, there's, and, there's one yeah. thing that would maybe set people off worse. Yeah. If they poured their milk first and then poured their cereal. Oh, dude, you can't win that argument. There would no. be people on every side just being like, oh, no, this is the correct way to eat your cereal. It's just well, like, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's, that's true. Everyone can agree that... Um, separate is just not that's just, like if there was a unequivocally wrong way to do it it's that yeah yeah that's fair 
Wow. Um, but I, I do like Peel's a weirdo for thinking of that. My brain would never think of that. No, see, if you he... if you told me to think of the weirdest ways for someone to eat cereal, I would have thought somebody drinks somebody puts cereal in their mouth, but before chewing it, drinks some milk. Before yeah. I would think eats their cereal and has their milk separate. Right. Um, like they make the cereal in their mouth. Yeah. Just from a box. Yeah. Gallon of milk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of creative decisions. And I, you know, I think that's the point of having discussions about this movie is because there's so many ways you can read into it. Like the whole Gordy, I, never, I hadn't even thought about Gordy, like having that eye contact with uh, Stephen Yoon's character as something that was like hinting at the alien. I thought that was to further this point that not all animals should be trained. Like not all animals can be trained. You know, they all have this instinctual need or like they're, they have this thing in them that makes them untrainable. Um, Keith David's, uh, yeah, that's his name. Yes. The president. The pres- yes. Yep. He, uh, he makes a point about ghost, which is one of the horses. He makes a point saying like how it was like, just being mischievous, like not wanting to go in the stable. And he's just like saying, you know, not all animals can be tamed. And then that was a flashback scene. And it's like, oh, was that what the organic get at? And, you know, maybe that's the hubris of trying to get this picture of this otherworldly light form that we're trying to train it when we shouldn't. We should just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, I. that's... I mean, that's the beauty of this movie is that there are so many different ways mm-hmm. you can look at it. Yeah. Um, something that my brother didn't like as much was when it was uh, unraveling at the end. Like it was shown as like a disc throughout the majority of the movie. But then at the very end, it could do like the butterfly effect where it yeah. would just like be like really like ropey. Yeah, I also was kind of like, all right, like... I wish you were you would take a different form. Excuse me, but I wasn't like pissed. It made it very like I think it as a saucer was already very fucking creepy because it had one gigantic eye mouth. Yeah. Um, but uh when it unraveled as like this butterfly thing, I was like, it's almost kind of beautiful, but also like so threatening still. No, it became um, a lot less scary for me. I just don't like, I didn't like the way it would pulsate. Like it's okay. like eye thing would just like, it turned into ribbons at one point. And I'm yeah. just like, creepy. That's, that's fair. I just like could not take it seriously once it turned into yeah. just like a giant fucking string. I think that's a valid criticism. And that's just because it was so threatening before. So I don't want like him changing it didn't add or take away much for me but i can understand if that was like a weird creative decision there i did like when it exploded at the end it kind of looked like a horse for a second like it had yeah i love that a lot because it's such a uh callback like horses are so important to the movie like they're like the main thing here um but is that is he saying something else about like how people treat animals it's like i mean to be fair like probably like 11 horses died because steven jung was just feeding it to this monster trying to train it but now like 
it goes out like the horses did. I don't know. Uh, I have a question, and then I want to sit, talk about if there are any negatives from either party. Uh, mm-hmm. OJ, alive yeah. or dead? Alive. Alive. I liked, um, I was not expecting the movie to end the way it did. I kind of was expecting like a, uh, I was surprised that the monster was chasing Emerald at the end on her bike when I thought it was pretty clear that it was going to go after OJ and he was going to like kind of sacrifice himself so that she can get away. But no, it chased after her. Um, but I definitely liked him showing up on, at the end, riding the horse with his orange jacket on. And the smoke. Yeah, those, yeah, smoke flying in the air. Yeah, or whatever you want to call it, the dust. Very Western-esque, yeah. like, rolled into town in, at dawn. Yeah. See, I, 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 immediately, I immediately thought, like, during that chase sequence, like, okay, well, he's, he's alive because it, it did not hesitate a tiny bit to go after uh, Emerald. Mm-hmm. And then when he showed up at the end that way, like they showed her staring. I was like, it's him. And then they showed him and I was like, oh, is he a ghost? Like, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing outside, but I don't ask questions. Um, what the fuck is that? Sorry. Somebody can't pick. The mic can't pick it up, so you're you're good regardless. Okay. okay. Um. So and then you know it had me thinking. Oh well, like you know, is he dead or is he alive? And I heard that be brought up somewhere else, so I figured mm-hmm. I'd throw it out here as well. But I also think he's alive. I think it's an interesting thought. I mean, I I'm down to any sort of discussion. I think there's a lot of things that you can that are left up to, you know, viewers' discretion. Like whatever you think, and we can just talk about it. Yeah. Do you have any negatives? Because we've, you know, we've hyped this movie up a good bit. I really don't. I, I mean, the one thing that caught me by surprise was Keith David dying within the first three minutes of the movie. Yeah, wish he I was, was alive. Like, well, the way he went out was fucking gruesome, and I was like, holy shit, what a way to start this movie. Um, but I liked how they utilized, like, it showed uh in the title credits where it was saying like all the actors and then and Keith David. Yeah. And I was like, well, kind of, he's fucking dead. Like yeah. he's not going to be in the movie anymore, but then he does show up in flashbacks. I'm like, okay, Hey, I'm glad we got more of him. You know, yeah. like I'm glad he was used more. Um, I do have something that I want to, that I want to show you actually. Okay. That, that has me, uh, someone else pointed this out and I thought they were geniuses for this. Um, so I'm going to show you a poster from one of the note posters. It's the one with uh, well, Stephen Yoon's character. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Is there anything interesting about this poster that kind of like stands out to you? Like I want to see if you, if you, if I didn't get it at first, someone had to point it out and I was like, oh shit, this is, this is kind of cool. I'm glad I'm liking this like thought process. Um, I'm looking. I don't know where I should be looking. That's the thing. Um, 
is no, I, I don't think I see it. Okay. His hat. Look at his hat. Oh my god, that's not the hat. That's just that's just the ship. Right. Right. I when someone showed <laughs> okay. me Okay. I'm I'm staring was, at the sky. Yeah. It in, in the TikTok that I watched, and it's just like such a subtle thing. Let me see if you can figure it out. Answers in the comments. And I was like looking at it for like at least five minutes. And I'm just like, what is it about this poster that has something hidden in it? And then I looked in the comments and all the comments were just like, it's the alien. The hat is the alien. And I was like, boom, brain That's explode. That's pretty fucking yeah. crazy. Oh, you know what? It. Shout out Jordan. Shout out Jordan. I, I, his creative team, whatever, whatever his process is, it works. It's awesome. It does. I um I, complaints I had mm-hmm. about the movie involved things I didn't really understand that has since been cleared up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which like some of it was just me taking a little bit more time to think about it. And then there was right. the, the whole Gordy thing where I had to watch um a couple videos to get it, hear a few different things, and then you know, form my own opinion on it. Um, so I don't think I really have any complaints that jump out at me right now. Nothing significant. That was like, I got to make sure I bring that up. Um, just a little yeah. personal thing. I kind of mm-hmm. wish it didn't do the whole, like, interfering with electronics. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I know that's like an alien staple and whatnot, so I mm-hmm. get it being there. Um, but the fact that like it wasn't like an alien ship or anything, and it was just like a singular creature, it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a trope we probably could have went without. But I guess you also need that there to make people think it's like a traditional alien story, rather mm-hmm. than it's just a monster in the sky. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I think, I think that's semi-valid. Um, the only thing that, you know, we don't know anything about the creature and we don't know like its origin. We don't know anything about it. Like there's a lot of questions that are left unanswered and you just have to chalk it up to like, Oh, the alien could just do that. Like right. the idea of like the cloud not moving and it being the alien hiding in that cloud. It's just like, well, how can it do that? How can it like just, have this mass around it floating in the air not moving at all how can it fly at all it doesn't have wings it can go like Mach 4 in the sky and like you can't it has no way of moving um and you just have to chalk that up to like what fucking monster i don't know (laughs) it can do what it wants i i did like the scene of the tmz uh reporter just getting launched off the electric motorcycle after it hits the uh, EMP radius. That was good. That was very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole reflecting helmet thing, wouldn't, that. wouldn't the alien, like, it wouldn't have, the alien wouldn't have been able to tell that it was looking at it, correct? I, it looked like he had an eye hole. Right, like, that one little oh. black hole. That one, and that's maybe the thing that made it see him. But uh, I 
me personally, something that I didn't like about that scene was it's like, I didn't understand why he went like through all the effort, I guess. Maybe it's like the idea of like trying to capture the shot, trying to get the next big thing. Um, but like, why was he wearing a chrome helmet at all? Like, it's just like, you could just show his face, but I guess like, you know, whatever. A creative decision there, trying to make him more like threatening looking by having like a chrome helmet. Um, I don't know. It was, that was kind of like a, okay, weird. <laughs> Who owns that? Yeah. I, it was interesting attire. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick. We only have nine minutes left in this zoom call. So I guess we can do a few last regards and then hop over to the, the next one to do our ratings mm-hmm. and our big three. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I like the supporting cast a lot in this. You had mentioned the TMZ. Holy guy. shit. Yeah. I really liked the, uh, the tech guy. Angel, yeah, he was yep. awesome. And the I like the, the director, dude. Yeah, even though he was fucking, guy. He was cryptic as shit. He'd be like, he's like the purple people eaters. He'd just be talking about that song. He just said it in a fucking weird way. That was a song that like I wiped from my brain until like I just I yeah. forgot it was a thing. I forgot it existed. I was like, holy shit, this old guy is just speaking facts. Um yeah, the whole ensemble here is just really great. I love Stephen Ewan in this. I'm glad that Mark from Invincible and Glenn from The Walking Dead is alive and well acting, doing other stuff. Um, I liked the horses. I, I, I kind of liked that they all had their own thing, their own identity. They had their own. I love that Lucky was the luckiest horse. Like, it never got eaten it never even had like it didn't even know the thing existed yeah it was never even close yeah uh, i also the luckiest horse i liked how it was episodical too we talked about this oh, yeah. a little bit with um moonlight how mm-hmm. it was broken up into like three chapters i liked that this was broken up into the different horse horses, horses and and then it was a uh, jean jacket at the end yeah yeah i liked it a lot i thought it was awesome Uh, do you have anything else you want to add um i feel like there was one more thing that i wanted oh oh uh the way uh m starts asking steven yoon's character about gordy is she sees the uh the plaque that has the mad magazine uh cover and uh he it's the the face of the mad magazine guy and it's it's just kind of funny because we talked about how Peel could have easily had done like Keaton Peel as like the sketch comedy show that they were relating, but he did it another way. He was on Mad TV and it related to the Mad Magazine comic books or uh, uh, Mad Magazine books that were linked to the show. So I, I, it's another way of him nodding at some of his prior work. That's a good point. I actually I missed that the, that it was Mad Mad TV. Um, my dad was a big Mad TV guy. And read the I wouldn't read the book, the magazine. Yeah, the, the magazines were very parody heavy, very um the show was all sketch comedy pretty much. Like they would just do kind of like wacky things and it was it'd be like a skits a lot of the time. But the magazine was like, take this pop culture thing and parody it. So it's like, we'll have the X-Men crossover with the office, you know, Wolverine is Michael Scott and Cyclops is Jim, and you know, like that kind of thing. Like mashups. Uh, didn't they do like a little soft reboot on Cartoon Network 
yes. in like 2009. Yes. yes. It was around that same time where there was, I think it was like a claymation show on, uh, gosh, I don't, I think that was Cartoon Network. I guess that would have been, uh, frick, Adult Swim. It was like claymation. There was the episode where like they're with the Kennedys. What Robot the Chicken. No, something else. I Kennedy's. Can't... Oh, no, that's not claymation. Uh, uh, it might not have been claymation. Um, they were the Kennedys. Like, like there the was there was an episode where they meet where they hang out with the Kennedys. Uh, I, I just remember the commercial playing. Um. Gosh, I'm I'm going to a place that I'm just a never going to find. It's not robot answer. chicken. It's not robot chicken. Um, I, I'm never going to find what I'm looking for, and I should. King stop. of the Hill. Nah. Uh, it was new guy. at that time. Um, it like started around 2010, 2009, 2008, 2011. Uh, I'm like I'm never gonna find what I'm looking for, um, and I'm I'm aware of that, and I should stop while I'm ahead. Fuck, like I'm just I'm just rambling. I'm I'm embarrassed. I can't think I'm of being anything. Being honest with you, uh, this is this is a this is a bad look for me. I'm. Uh, I'm really sorry that I'm wasting all your time. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe it wasn't Adult Swim. Uh, I'm thinking it wasn't Adult Swim. Show. Like, I don't think in many kids shows would be talking about the Kennedys. No, I, it might have been Nick at Night. I don't know. I'm sorry that I wasted all this time. Oh, oh shit. What? Oh. Uh was it like a family? Yeah. Like a, I know what you talk about. I I know what you talk about. Um uh it's Nick at night. Okay. Fuck yeah. Claymation. Glenn Martin DDS. Holy shit. The name Glenn was in my head, but I didn't just want to say Glenn because that would have sounded fucking insane. Holy shit. I remember that show. It was fucking weird. Yeah. Wow. None of like they're not none of them are related. I'm sorry. None of them are related. Um, fucking Mr. Meaty employee training video. Oh, Mr. Meaty was gross. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I don't remember how we got on this. Um Dude. Can't tell you. I can't remember why. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, Jordan Peele, great guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Oh, that... fucking the mad TV reboot. Oh soft reboot. Yeah, there we go. I can't think of anything else really that I uh that comes to mind. Um I guess the, the final sequence I liked a lot. I like how they kind of set up all these traps and you know david kaluuya with the uh the hoodie where he's got the eyes on the back of his head so like the monster is following him the whole time uh the whole thing was really cool yeah that was kind of genius and like all the the inflatable the things from uh you know i'm just thinking of d dancing on the boat can i say can i say the full name yeah 
the wacky waving, wacky waving and playable arm flailing tube men. Yes, thank you. Perfect. He nailed it. <laughs> I um, love that. I thought they're really cool. Yeah. And I thought like the aliens were placing them there. No, they just stole them all. Right. Hooked up to a car battery. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. But we're, we'll, uh, we're going to take a quick be right back and then we're going to give you our scores and our big three. We're back again, again, because right. I just disconnected briefly. Um, I guess it's time to get into ratings, numbies. Numbie time. Yay. Not to it's flex gonna... or anything, but I did just uh, mess around with the spreadsheet a few days ago, made it a little bit more organized. I made a cool. second um, a second document. It's called archives, and it's there's a page for every single year. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. But anyway. Cool. Um, very high on Jordan Peele movies. Um, this has, you know, I was telling Nick before that I kind of think this is my favorite of the Peel movies. I think it's better than Get Out. It's it's stayed in my mind more than Get Out has, even though I think they're both fantastic movies. Um, I'm going to give it a high number. It's going to be a high number. I'm going to give it a 98. Oh, I, I, it's on the same level as everything, everywhere, in my opinion. I if it can if it can go a year with it being in my mind still and being like that movie that I think about for this year, then it'll reach the status of a hundred percent. You know, I, I just want to give it more time to aerate to breathe. Um, oh. Go for it. So you're saying like come de- December when we revisit, you could maybe give this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same thing with every everywhere. I uh, the reason why I'm I'm skeptic to give it hundreds right off the bat is because I don't know if my opinion will change afterwards, maybe hindsight bias. Like right now, my opinion on everything is that it's it's on track. You know, I, I think I want to watch it one more time and just really sink it in again before I change that score. This is I feel the same way. I think I can watch it one more time. You know, am I am I right for thinking that it deserves such a high number? Is there anything that I can see that's wrong with the movie? Um, but this is probably my favorite horror movie of the year. Uh, I thought I thought Black Phone would be the eclipse of like all the, the best horror movies of this year, but I was wrong. Um, this has been great. I, I love this movie a lot. Hey, I'm happy you enjoyed it as much as you did. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like to try and guess what I think you're going to give movies. And mm-hmm. I type a number into, into the spreadsheet before you before you say it. Yeah. I'm always wrong, by the way. Like I've really met, I've I've been correct once. Really? Actually. Yeah. And it, it was when you did um, Pulp Fiction. Right. That was right. the only time I got it right. But I, I right. like to do it. Like, it's a fun right. little thing I do. I don't tell anyone. Um, I, I guessed 97. So I was close. You're off by really one point. Close. Yeah. Because you had told me um, that it's currently not ahead of everything everywhere, but it could be. Yeah. So I figured, all right, then, like, maybe it's 97 right now. Right. I, I think I thought about it more. And I, I said that it could give everything a run for its money. And the way I think about it now is that they're pretty much on the same level. It's just two different genres. And if I let enough time, I think they could be great. Like they could be that, that hundred, that perfect score. Hey, I, I get it, man. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. It's by far my favorite horror movie of the year. Uh, it's, it's, one of my favorite movies of the year, funny enough. 
Mm-hmm. Um, seeing this, I'll, I'll tell you what, if I saw this before I saw the black phone, uh, the black phone probably would not have gotten as high of a score yeah. from me. Just because yeah. like what I like in a horror movie has is being molded. Whereas like I saw the black phone, I was like, oh, like that was really good. Like that was very um, sinister. That was very dark. That was, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I don't like that it was with kids, but I respect it, how good it was. So I'll still give it a big number. I found what I like in horror movies and it's this and it's mm-hmm. just like make a sci-fi movie scary and I'll fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, that's just an irrelevant tangent. That's just me telling you that on like in late December, uh, black phone, the number will be going down a little bit for me. Probably. Okay. Um, not a lot, but like it will probably drop down a point or two. Depends. Who knows? It's fucking five months away. A lot can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like this a fuck ton. Like I, I love sci-fi. Um, and if this was very sci-fi and I bought into all of that of it, I thought it was very creative, very unique. Um, and it was it was it was an enjoyable watch. Really good performances from from everybody. I I laughed. I pissed myself when mm-hmm. Gordy got his brains blown out. Literally, I was I was I was sitting, you know, leg crossed like this, as I do. You can't see in the camera. Let me mm-hmm. let me. I'll you can see my knee now yeah and uh it happened and i like shot forward flew, f- my leg flew up like that and then i sat back down and the people like three seats to the right of, or to the left of me looked over at me i looked over at them and they just laughed at me yikes uh worth it though like it was right it was worth it right um yeah, I was fucking. That was funny. I guess I don't know. You would have laughed. Uh, I might have. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I'm giving it a 93. I I liked it a lot. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, not as much as you, obviously. Um, but I, that's okay. You know, um, I thought it was really fucking good, and you know, it it's. I told you that I feel good about there about three movies we had seen this year being in my top 10 at the end of the year. I now mm-hmm. am confident on four. Yeah. Barely confident on four. I uh, definitely think that this will be still like it would be up. It's going to be a high number for me. It's going to be high on the list. Um, you know, this is a movie that I plan on getting on DVD. Hell yeah, brother. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just forgetting how to use Excel. I'm so sorry. No worries. Um, big three. Um, big three time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, top three celebrities who uh, completely changed their image or what they do, uh, and it worked. So, you, know, you, have, you have a lot of people in Hollywood who, you know, do one thing and try and do something else and it ends up flopping. We're talking about the ones that that didn't happen to. For example, right. I can I can drop an honorable mention real quick as an example. Uh, Will Smith, rapper to, you know, mm-hmm. huge movie Actor. star. 
Yeah. Yeah. There were people who don't even know he was a rapper or The Rock. Holy shit. Wrestling. I, I now hate my list. I um I I'm I'm happy with my list, but at the same time, I would not put Will Smith or The Rock on there because I'm not so so high on them per se. I don't really like them as actors really, but I'm glad that they are what they are. I'm yeah. I'm when I when I sign up for a rock movie, I know what I'm getting. Yeah. And you know, they they were successful, you know. Oh yeah. There's nothing, but, you know, you can't say that a lot about actors or celebrities. You know, like that they they go through a major, you know, change in what they do. They go from singing to acting or back to singing. Like J Lo, she, yeah. she went from an actor or a model, actor, celeb or a singer back to actress. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So and my, the, oh. I should say like, do you have actually? You know, I'll let you go with your list first. So my number three. I, I tried to, with my number three, I didn't do like the three that were the most successful, but rather mm-hmm. I tried to do three that all took different paths, you know? Okay. For, for some variety of it. Okay. Um, and I'll give you an honorable mention who would have been my number two, but I didn't want to be redundant with my number one. Okay. Uh, my number three is Machine Gun Kelly, who went from like being a shitty rapper who like everyone dunked on mm-hmm. to just making um, like 2000s punk rock, alternative rock music mm-hmm. as of late. And like he dates Megan Fox now and yeah. like he wins a lot of awards. Man's winning. Like I mean, a lot of awards. Take us to my downfall was probably the best thing to happen to the pop punk community just because like they get no traction anymore like they don't get radio play it's kind of like that thing where it's just like you're you're hard pressed to find like a chart topper that's also a pop punk song and he kind of revitalized that genre for good or for worse you know like you can say whatever you want about his music whether or not you like it or not but he definitely brought more people over to that fandom for sure so that's my number three so my number three a guy we talk about a lot, Adam Sandler. I think I loved the jump from, you know, comedic, funny actor to more serious actor. I love seeing his acting chops on full display. I think he can do no wrong. I love the guy so much. I agree. We're doing our fourth Sandra movie soon. And let's be real here. It's not going to be our last of the year. No, probably not. Uh, uh, not that soon. It's in it's in August. I guess we're it's July twenty seventh, so mm-hmm. that is pretty soon. But man, I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah, he can do no wrong. My number two, somebody else we talk a lot. Your fucking guy, mm-hmm. Marky Mark. You cocksucker. That's my number two. <laughs> How many percent? Like, what percentage of people that know Mark Wahlberg do you think know that he was a rapper? I, I want to do one better. Okay. How many people do you know that knows that Marky Mark was, you know, famous actor, but he was in a, he was a rapper, Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. Mm-hmm. Then before that, he was an underwear model. Okay, that I didn't know. He was an underwear model. And he went from being like this 90s hip hop 
rapper dude and like people don't even remember that anymore because it's like it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah it is Jeez. Wow. yeah i was i was i'm glad that you, you you brought up marky mark because he's he was on my list he's my number two he he was going to be my number three when i say my honorable mention you know it'll whatever mm-hmm. uh, do anything you want to add on mark your guy no no i you pretty much cat i pretty much said what i wanted to say about him okay my number one you're probably not surprised uh-huh. donald glover okay yeah, fair the enough. And who was fucking writing fake Simpsons episodes to like he's he's everything and everywhere. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a rapper. He's a writer. He's winning Emmys. He's winning Oscars. He's winning Grammys. He's this man's winning. He's Lando. He's yeah. he's got broads in Atlanta. Uh, like, did he was he? Everyone's trying to get a piece of him in like some way, yeah. shape, or form. Whether it's they're trying to be in his music or being whatever he's producing, whatever he's directing, whatever he's writing, whatever he's acting in, they want to be a part of it. Have him write for your network. Yeah. Like everyone's trying to get in on old DJ. He was uh, a writer on 30 Rock for a while. And then mm-hmm. he went and did his own thing with Community. Um, and then and he was rapping. Yeah. He, I, I love the story of how he got his name, where he just put his name into a... Uh, like a, a name generator and he just stuck with childish gambino and it's so hard it's like such a cool name a wu-tang clan name generator at that yeah yeah so um, he was doing stand-up dude and his stand-up is funny it's like, hilarious. hilariously hilariously funny um he is usually the best character and whatever he's in he was in um i don't remember what space movie it was so I don't hate me if I'm wrong, but he was either in Interstellar or he was in The Martian, one of the two. And he plays like an analyst trying to figure out how to get someone back from outer space. I can't remember if it's if it's Matt Damon or if it's uh, uh, McConaughey, but it's just like, oh, he he flies this little toy model jet around his office, and then someone walks in. And he's just like, we're trying to make him go from here to here <laughs> i think it is the martian but don't quote me on that yeah um, oh man but yeah childish childish gambino donald Garver is is awesome he's my favorite person um my lost, number one lost my funko pop virginity to donald glover right there was a gift lando yeah sitting right here uh my number one is ken jong and my reasoning is he's a fucking doctor yeah he he is a like a doctor he could have made fucking mucho dinero doing doctor shit but he's like no i'm gonna throw this all away and try and do something that i want to do and that's getting naked and jumping into a trunk for hangover and getting my start here and his career is awesome like he you know, I kind of, I miss seeing him in like movies and stuff, but him being a host now, I'm glad that he gets to like live comfortably, like be around celebrities, be around famous people. Um, but he's awesome. I love him in anything he's in. I think he enhances a lot of the things that he's in. He is somebody that I had thought about as well, because once, you know, a Donald Glover came to mind, I just started thinking about the cast of community. Right. Naturally, yeah. you know me. 
Yeah, I'm it, glad it you blew my mind that he was like a full-on doctor. Like, yeah, dude, dude. I funny enough. So you know how there's yeah. like Duke, UNC, they're down the street from each other, big rivalry, yada yada, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He went for undergrad at one of them, then went to med school at the other. Wow. Then was a doctor, then got naked in the hangover. Right. Right. Like, what a the, tra- the trajectory of that. Yeah. What a path. Um, I do want to say because I wasn't sure if you had um had him on his on this list. But the reason, like the conception of this big three was Jordan Peele. And, you know, he started off as a writer and then he had his sketch comedy show, Key and Peele. And now he's this fucking legendary director who anything he seems to make is just solid gold. Like he cannot do any wrong at this point in his career. Yeah, he's three for three and Key and Peele is hilarious. I think people know him more as a director than they do as like the half of key and peel for sure because they've both kind of like gone off and done their things different things yeah. yeah my They're, my sorry go on i was gonna say uh something to look forward to is apparently both of them are teaming up again not for a you for know toy story not, five no so no <laughs> i was gonna say any like you know they're, they're doing another animated project together i don't know what it is um but they're on the same cast again. And uh, Peel was talking about it in a uh, interview, like for, for, for Nope and whatnot. And he talked about how like doing stuff with uh, Keegan Mike P is like, it's like having a brother. And uh, he, he talks about how both him and uh, Keegan don't have siblings. And it's like this thing where, you know, they can not talk for a while or go on and do their own thing, not see each other for a little bit. And then they pick it up. Like they never, never, not talk to each other right and that's nice to have that with someone there are two things i want to say real quick one of three things i guess oh something we didn't mention this movie started with the fucking christopher nolan trailer oh yeah oppenheimer yeah i okay the fact that it's exactly one year from when it's coming out was really cool I like the the time stamp. Uh, I don't know if that was the same for every theater. I don't know if it was exact. I don't. I, it was kind of. It was kind of t- took me by surprise. All I saw was eleven months, twenty eight days, yada yada yada, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but then in terms of the big three, I didn't. I did, didn't want to mention Jordan Peele just because of like let's give some other guys some exposure. But obviously, right. this is he was the influence. And my honorable mention that I was going to do, but then was like, yeah, this is kind of the same as Donald Glover is Jamie Foxx. Someone else that like now does everything, but started out as like just kind of a comedian. Mm-hmm. Now he's a host, he, you know, he does his music. He's, he's done some dramatic roles. Um, I, okay. M- maybe this is something that I need to look into. Has he done I don't know any of his songs other than his feature on Gold Digger. Yeah, he's 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 done. He's got albums, I believe. Gotcha. Um, yeah, interesting. I kind of didn't think of Jamie Foxx at all, if I'm being honest. Hey, I. Hey. Happens, man. Uh, I, I, because he's just someone I think of 
who can literally do everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I, you know, I was just thinking, like, Donald Glover, him, um, Wayne Brady to a degree, you know, comedian, actor, host, can sing, uh, mm-hmm. season two winner of The Masked Singer. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out. T Pain. T Pain, season one. Season three, uh, fuck, who was it? It wasn't, I don't remember who won season three, but I um, said it was going to be the turtle from the first episode when he sang Kiss from a Rose, which ended up being Jesse McCartney, and he uh-huh. came in second. Hmm. So, Good Ears by Nick. Uh, that's it, right? I can't think of any other... Uh honorable mentions that i want to throw a shout out to okay well the gray man that that'll come out tomorrow i guess or today depending on when i upload this and when i upload that i still gotta watch it Corey watched it over a week ago and i've just been making him wait because i'm a bad friend no um, no no dude no i'm the worst you should fire me um, it, it's kind of sucks that it is such a limited release for in theaters because it's kind of like a big hoopla production thing but i kind of understand like netflix's point of view where it's like well we want people to watch it on our shit you know we don't really want people to watch it in theaters yeah i get it um it's also a weird time with me like packing every packing up my apartment and whatnot and just other Mm -hmm. shit so i'm a little scatterbrained behind we got to do a few of these in the next few days just so we're you know caught up and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so i'll just rattle all of them off so the gray man then Vengeance comes out on Friday. I guess I'm going to see it on Friday. Um, not I guess. I will. Mm-hmm. It's a packed Friday. I'm also going to Tampa's little Comic-Con um, on Friday. So Sick. Yeah, I'm excited. Paul Bettany will be there. Maybe I'll give me. If you have any questions that you want me to ask him, I don't know if that's a thing I can do, but if I can just like ask him questions and like take a video of it i'm going to put it in the podcast like that's on a scale of one to ten how much did you hate putting the vision makeup on dude i was i was brushing my teeth this morning and i was thinking like a question i could ask him was like how much better was filming wandavision than anything else since you got to just be paul bettany in a couple of the the episodes he he has talked about the jump from jarvis to uh vision a lot and uh one of the things he said is just like the makeup process is so excruciating because it's oh, like okay. putting all this red latex on and being in it for hours, like whatnot. But with Jarvis, it's just like I just do my Top voice lines. Booth. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even have to be in the same scene with anybody. And uh I love what it did for his career. I gotta say, I think it's awesome what it did for his career. For sure. But yeah, if you have any questions for Paul Bettany, or you can mm-hmm. look at the list of people and like I don't know, maybe I can just walk around and see if I can ask anyone questions. I don't yeah. again. I don't know how this works. I've never been something like this. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna try, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that. Vengeance. Uh, Bj Novak directorial debut. I'm very excited. Alex might be on. I don't know. He told me he was gonna be on, and me and Corey never talked about it. Um. Wait. I mean, hey. I'm yeah. Down. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. Um. And then Whiplash. Yeah, man. <laughs> excited for that um that'll be mm-hmm. what number three Whoa. for jk Simmons. what dude yeah i just thought about that we were talking about the other, the other day with how certain people are getting like multiple 
like shit. J.K. Simmons has been a sleeper. Number three for the guy. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't end up doing um um Chip and Dale, but he's in Chip and Dale as well. Oh, is he now? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, just you know, a little fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is this is the gray man tomorrow, today, whatever is did we say that's that's number three for Chris Evans as well, right? White ear. Uh, knives out. Knives out. Yeah, that's it, it um, looks like. Yeah, gray man. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Yeah. It's it's an elite class. Right. With uh you know Adam Sandler. The, the Sandman. <laughs> Adam Sandler. I, I think that's it. Is it? I think it's just have the Sandman. Seen, have you seen that clip? Uh he he was winning the uh not the Oscar because he didn't get nominated, but the Golden Globe for uh best actor in a motion picture, and it was for Uncut Gems. And he's just like He's holding his award and he goes, How does it feel to have known that you lost to Adam fucking Sandler? And he does like a deep voice. <laughs> I love him. He's yeah. the best. Uh we're gonna have to do a fifth one by the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. It'll, like it's it's not even like planned. It's not even like, oh, we have to do an Adam Sandler movie. Like you texted me the other day and said, I discovered a new movie that we have to watch, and it has yeah. our guy in it. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, sign yep. me up." It's good. It's like I found this movie. Oh, by the way, it has the Sandman. Right. It's always an added benefit here. Yeah. Um, but that we'll keep that a secret for now, for like another week and a half. That's a secret mask tool. We'll use yeah. that one later. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just looking at what we have coming up. Oh, I gotta look at movies coming out soon because. I have um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven weekends in a row um, where we normally do a new release. I have nothing on the schedule. And that gotcha. seven weeks starts after Bullet Train, which is after Vengeance. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And then like, so it's seven in a row, Hocus Pocus two, and then two more in a row. Right. But I right. have the end of the year kind of filled out a decent gotcha. bit just because, like, there are some big things coming out. Like uh, Hocus Pocus 2. Right. And Everyone's Black favorite, Act. most beloved, cannot wait for this movie to come out. Yeah. Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah, the most uh, inevitable sequel of all. But yeah. that's that's all we got for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a bit of a long one. It's fine. We've been kind of shorter recently. A lot to talk about with this, I think. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's a big movie. I mean, we have big numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening, as always. Um, make sure to follow Corey on TikTok. I'm asking nicely, please. Please follow him. And please give us five stars, too. Please and thank you. Um, tune in today or tomorrow, whatever. I don't know. The Gray Man, it came out. We talked about it. Go listen to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> bear with there us the go. schedule might be a little fucked up the next like week and a half mm-hmm. sorry we'll we'll be back on you know we'll be better once i'm back in jersey i guess gotta set up my studio there and whatnot mm-hmm. but yeah uh thanks for listening and as always 
Oh, 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 oh,